We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. I'm Josh Nelson. Folks, I'm not even going to bother giving you a play-by-play breakdown of what happened for the White Sox last night. Toronto Blue Jays starting pitcher Jose Barrios, who had back-to-back starts against the Astros and Rays in which he allowed two or fewer runs but carried a 6-plus ERA because of his first two starts being terrible in 2023, continued his hot streak just shutting down the White Sox offense over seven innings. Blue Jays catcher Danny Jansen, who was hitting 150 going into the game, hit two home runs. Jansen and Kevin Kiermeyer, who were batting in the bottom of the lineup, combined to drive in six of the Blue Jays' seven runs as they ran away winning 7 to nothing. No, Mike Clevenger did not pitch well. The White Sox losing streak extends to six games and they drop to seven and 17 on the season. They are zero seven and one in series play. It's really hard to capture into words what we are witnessing. This is not simply a bad start. This isn't even fun bad. We're watching a White Sox team that is playing with less energy and passion than what we saw in 2022. Something that new manager Pedro Grafal proclaimed would not happen under his watch. Grafal, after the loss last night, said, We can't let this thing break us, and it won't. End quote. Another strong proclamation from the rookie manager. I guess we give it another 24 games to see if Grafal is right or wrong about this poor start breaking the White Sox. While the manager doesn't think things are breaking, on the field tells a different story. Last night, Luis Robert Jr. twice stepped in front of Eloy Jimenez in right field to catch a fly ball. Twice, Jimenez attempted to call off Robert, and both times Robert ignored the call to make the catch while dodging Jimenez. Jimenez was visibly frustrated with Robert, and the Blue Jays broadcast caught an interaction that had Jimenez pulling out a tablet to show Robert just how far he traveled and that Jimenez was in position to make the play. Even Elvis Andrews acted as a mediator and was shown after the loss to be working out a conversation between Robert and Jimenez in the dugout. One, if you're looking for a clubhouse leader, it might be Elvis Andrews, but he's not been around with the White Sox for a long time, but the Latino players do gravitate towards him. 
Second, it's pretty clear that Robert doesn't trust Jimenez defensively. I can't blame Robert. And the old saying is that if the center fielder calls for the ball, it's his. But Jimenez is trying to demonstrate his defense ability has improved and is given so few opportunities to demonstrate that skill. So that's something to pay attention to moving forward if there's any friction between Robert and Jimenez. Meanwhile, prior to the game, Lance Lynn spoke with A.J. Brzezinski on his show, Foul Territory. The former White Sox catcher asked Lynn, what's going on with the White Sox? And Lynn referenced the White Sox' different method of preparing for games being a learning curve for the roster. Also, key players are not playing up to their potential, and Lynn was quick to call himself out for his poor start. But the preparation part is interesting. Sure, with the new manager and mostly a new coaching staff, there's going to be some type of adjustment period. But isn't that what spring training is for? Then it clicks that Lance Lynn missed a significant part of spring training because of the World Baseball Classic. So did Tim Anderson, Yoan Makata, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Kendall Graben, and former White Sox reliever Jose Ruiz. The collection of players are either underperforming currently on the injured list, or were already DFA'd because of their poor play. I think it's coincidence, but maybe something to monitor across the league. Michael Bauman of Fangraphs wrote a good post titled, Does Sending Players to the WBC Screw Teams Up? According to Bauman's research, there isn't a strong enough correlation. While the Cardinals, Angels, and Mariners and White Sox have seen their playoff odds drop double digits since opening day, the Tampa Bay Rays had as many players as the White Sox participated in the World Baseball Classic, and their playoff odds have increased by 33 points. So we can't blame the time missed from the World Baseball Classic on the veterans adjusting to Grafal. Something else is up, and why these players are either not performing or currently sitting on the injured list again. While Grafal has to manage that situation, Ken Williams has finally unearthed Daryl Van Scowen of the Chicago Sun-Times was able to get Williams on the phone to gather the White Sox executive vice president's thoughts on the White Sox start. Williams, quote, You have to know I'm not in a good place right now. I'd be lying if I said I weren't concerned, end quote. But when Van Scowen pressed Williams about who would or should take accountability for the White Sox poor start, which also follows a very disappointing 2022 season, this is what Williams had to say, quote, when you do not accomplish the goal at hand and you've been given the opportunities we've been fortunate to be given to try to rebuild this thing, to tear it down and rebuild it, and we were on the right track and right now the train is off the rails a little bit, sidebar, that's a little bit, quite a bit. Continuing the quote, it would be naive of me to think if things don't correct themselves that we wouldn't be looked at as well as it should be. Accountability around here is not a problem, end quote. That's from Ken Williams. Uh, that's not true. Jim Margulis wrote an excellent column on Sox Machine that you should read, but my thoughts are that the White Sox lack accountability is why they are where they are. This is not a 2022 problem or a 2023 problem. As Van Scowen wrote in the Sun-Times column, since July 21st, 2021, we have watched this White Sox team go 122 and 131. Even if you exclude the 10 games below 500 record at this moment, 
for a big chunk of this contention window, this White Sox team has been a 500 team or worse. This roster has been mediocre for some time, and now it's on the verge of falling off the cliff into the abyss. Veteran players are acknowledging they are slow to adapt to the new direction in pregame preparation. A rookie manager has to convince his players to not give up after this terrible start to the season. A stagnant front office that has a bad track record that spans over a decade are considering criticism from media and fans as the highest order of accountability. That's not even adding the terrible injury history or roster depth. We all know the White Sox are in need of drastic change. Whatever game plan they had coming into 2023 is not working and needs to be thrown out. With a seven-game homestand against Tampa Bay and Minnesota upcoming, both of those teams are leading their divisions. We may witness the worst start to a season in White Sox franchise history. All of this is happening in the contention window. It's a quick turnaround for the White Sox as first pitch is at 12.07 p.m. Central Time for their last game in Canada this season. Michael Kopech has taken the mound as he tries to maintain his velocity from this previous start in Tampa. Kopech consistently hit 98-plus miles per hour with his four-seamer, which will allow him to live within the strike zone. He did strike out nine batters against the Rays and looked much better after allowing four runs in the first inning. Here's hoping Kopech can keep the Blue Jays hitters at bay. Starting for the Blue Jays is left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi. And before you get too excited, Kikuchi has thrown well in his last two starts against the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Kikuchi has gone six innings in both of those starts, allowing just four hits in each of those starts and one earned run. He has struck out 12 and only walked three batters. Other words, in his last 12 innings of work, Kikuchi has only allowed 11 base runners. The White Sox have barely hit in the first two games of this series, so let's see if there's some drastic change or this is going to be another sweep. You can watch the game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down on the farm, the Charlotte Knights dropped to 10-12 and 12 on the season as they lose to the Norfolk Tide 9-5. Carlos Perez went 3-4 for four with a walk and an RBI. Jake Marisnik went 3-5 for five with an RBI. 
The Knights offensively, though, went 2 for 14 with runners in scoring position. Then there's the pitching, or lack thereof. Knights pitchers combined to walk 12 batters while striking out just 5. In Birmingham, the Barons starting pitcher Matthew Thompson allowed two solo home runs in the second inning to the Chicago Cubs AA affiliate, the Tennessee Smokies. But Thompson recovered nicely. He went five innings, allowed six hits, two earned runs, the two home runs I mentioned. One walk and seven strikeouts on 74 pitches, throwing 49 strikes. Thompson has a 4.20 ERA to start the 2023 campaign. Barons lost the game 6-1 as the Barons' offense is not much to write about. Jose Rodriguez is off to a bad start. He went 1-4, for four, but he's hitting 218 with a 624 OPS. Yoki Cespedes went 1-3 for three with a walk and two strikeouts. Cespedes has a fascinating slash line. His batting average is just 220, but his on-base percentage is 418 as he's drawing a lot of walks. But when he is making contact, which is very little... He's not hitting a lot of power as he's just slugging 380. The worst part of this Barons loss is that the defense committed five errors. Some positive minor league news is the Winston-Salem Dash won both games of their doubleheader against the Hickory Crawdads. These were seven inning games, so in game one, the Dash won 3-2 as DJ Gladney went 3-3 three three with a home run. In game two, the Dash won 5-2 as Gladney went 1-4 but drove in three RBIs. Gladney is hitting 308 with a 333 on base percentage and slugging 569 to start the 2023 season. And he's got four home runs and 21 RBIs in 15 games. In true White Sox fashion, Gladney has 19 strikeouts to just three walks. If he can improve that ratio over the next month, I have to assume the 21 year old Gladney should be in double A shortly. Winston-Salem is 11-4 to start the season, so go Dash. Kannapolis drops their game against the Carolina Mudcats 7-4. Cannonballers first baseman Tim Elko hit a three-run shot, his fifth home run of the season, as he's hitting 371 with a 443 on base percentage and slugging a whopping 661 with five home runs and 21 RBIs in 15 games. Now, Elko is 24 years old. He was a college senior out of Ole Miss. He's the former Rebs captain who led the team to a national championship last year. You may have remembered that one part of his story is that he played a, almost in a full season with a torn ACL, being their primary DH a couple years ago, uh, as the White Sox drafted him in the 10th round last year. Probably best if the White Sox promote Gladney to double-A that Elko replaces Gladney in Winston-Salem soon. Around Major League Baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates beat out the Chicago White Sox in signing a player to a $100-plus million contract as they sign outfielder Brian Reynolds to an eight-year, $106.75 million contract. Speaking of the Pirates, they were up 7-2 against the Los Angeles Dodgers after four innings, but the Dodgers came roaring back to win 8-7 at PNC Park. The Dodgers improved to 13-11, while the Pirates are still an amazing 16-8 on the season. They are having the inverse start to 2023 from the White Sox. Boston Red Sox held off the Baltimore Orioles just long enough. The O's scored five runs at the bottom of the ninth inning, but the Red Sox held on to win 8-6. The Tampa Bay Rays have finally lost a home game. The Houston Astros achieved that accomplishment, shutting out the Rays 5 to nothing. 
Houston is on a good run as of late. They have won four of their last five games against the Atlanta Braves and Tampa Bay Rays. Cincinnati Reds scored six runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to shock the Texas Rangers, winning 7-6. Seattle edged the Philadelphia Phillies 5-3. Both of those teams are still below 500, though, to start the season. Washington Nationals surprised the New York Mets by shutting them out 5-0. Nationals starter Josiah Gray went six innings, four hits, again, zero runs, walked just one batter, and struck out nine. The Atlanta Braves handled the Miami Marlins 7-4. The Chicago Cubs keep beating good opponents, this time shutting out the San Diego Padres 6-0. Cubs starting pitcher Justin Steele is now 4-0 in the season with a 1.19 ERA. The Los Angeles Angels pick up another win as they scored four runs in the first inning to cruise to a 5-3 win over the Oakland A's. The A's are now 5-19 on the season, just two games back of the White Sox. The St. Louis Cardinals are on the struggle bus as they coughed up a 4-2 lead in the ninth inning as San Francisco Giants catcher Blake Sable hit a two-run walk-off home run as the Giants won 5-4. Scores around the American League Central. The Minnesota Twins are playing the New York Yankees much tougher as of late as they beat the Bronx Bombers 6-2. The Twins are now 14-10, seven games ahead of the White Sox. And twin starter... Joe Ryan is 5-0 on the season with a 2.81 ERA. The Colorado Rockies beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-1. Cleveland is off to a rocky start as they are 11-13. The Detroit Tigers scored four runs in the second inning against the Milwaukee Brewers, and that was enough as they hold on to win 4-3. The Tigers are 9-13. Finally, the Kansas City Royals beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-4. The Royals are now 6-18, just one game back of the White Sox. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Sox Machine. You can follow me on Twitter at Sox Machine underscore Josh. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Music. We also upload podcast episodes into our YouTube channel, which please subscribe to at youtube.com slash Sox Machine. If you enjoy our work and want more, subscribe to our Patreon to receive exclusive content, ad-free versions of the website and podcasts, Monthly plans start at $2, or you can save with an annual subscription. Sign up again at patreon.com slash SoxMachine. The White Sox Wake Up Call is a production of SoxMachine.com. You're on for all things Chicago White Sox baseball and part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 